What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. My name is Jacob Cooker, but my friends call me Cub, and you should too. I hope everybody's having a beautiful day today. I've got a great episode for you. We're going to be talking about the alien savior in the book of Enoch and revealing some of the prophetic timelines in Enoch. So uh, this is going to be a great episode for the open-minded individual, however. So just be forewarned. Um, Sorry, my hair is flopping down today with all the moisture in the air, but, uh, but we keep moving forward. So thank you guys for joining Um, We're going to continue reading in the book of Enoch, and um, of course, as I've shared before, uh, the book of Enoch is a very interesting kind of prophetic uh, book. It it contains a bunch of different texts. Uh, You probably heard of the book of Enoch, and what it's referring to is the books of Enoch, kind of a larger collection of books. Um, And so within that collection of books, Uh, You literally have uh, the book of Enoch, Enoch's journey through the earth and Sheol, the parables, the first parable, the second parable, the third parable, the book of Noah, a fragment, the book of the courses of the heavenly luminaries, the dream vision, the concluding section of the book, uh, fragment of the book of Noah, and then that is it. But um, we are literally coming to the end of the first book of Enoch, kind of the, the core text that details a lot of these things about the watchers or fallen angels. If you've ever heard of fallen angels before, that's going to be what it's talking about. <clears throat> Those watchers, um, they're referred to in Genesis as Elohim. Uh, they're referred to uh, within the biblical canon as the sons of heaven. Um, there's highly, highly debated. Some people think that the sons of heaven are a certain genetic line. Um, some people believe wholeheartedly that they are literally children from the sky that, that played the part of the gods. Um, that's kind of the camp I fall into. Definitely ancient astronaut theory for me. Um, so that's kind of how I view it, but we're going to jump in here. To verse 15, we're in chapter, let's see, 14 right now in the first book of Enoch, just the book of Enoch here. Um, And by the way, depending on what version you read, it's going to be laid out differently. Uh, Literally trying to look some of this stuff up, um, you know, different kind of uh, collections of these books are going to be laid out differently. So, um, but for this case, this is chapter 14, verse 15. So... And I beheld a vision, and lo, there was a second house greater than the former. Now, I'm going to stop right there. A second house greater than the former. Think about that. What what could that mean prophetically? Um, For me, I really start going to a place with my understanding here of this is kind of getting outside of the genetics of like the chosen people and stuff like that. This is kind of a foreboding of like a time and place, um, a mindset, a consciousness where it doesn't matter who you are, where you came from, uh, what your family line is, anything. This is a transcendent um, entity that is going to be kind of stepping in here. And so this is where I really um, start vibing on the whole alien savior thing. you guys know if you've watched before that I definitely believe that Jesus, uh, the Christ, was a, a star seed or an avatar of uh, the God consciousness walking the earth. Um, I believe there's been many of them 
throughout history. But I, I really do believe that he culminated and brought together a lot of different belief systems and traditions. And that he was not, um, when he would say, you know, I am this or I am that, he was not saying, hey, I'm the guy that you predicted. He's saying, I fulfill that. I'm that, so, you know, what's the deal? I'm that, so what's the deal? Um, that's how I personally view it. So I don't view it with dogma of, oh, look, he filled this prophecy and it's perfect. Um, I view it as he had a very, very big consciousness and he's like, here's how I fulfill that. Here's how you can fulfill that too. Um, it's a, a quantum um, understanding of the Christ energy, not uh, the Jesus person, if you will. Um, if that makes sense. I don't know if that makes sense. I hope it does um, because it, it takes getting to that understanding. And so a lot of what we're getting into now, I can sit here and uh, sensationalize it and go, oh, Jesus in the spaceship and everything. Or I can like really get down to the roots of like what this might actually be. So Quantum Christ says, did someone say quantum? Absolutely, my friend. Sad Daddy, what is up, my friend? Uh, Molly in the house. Thank you, Molly. Uh, Molly, thank you for your patience today. Um, it's just been a weird day. I, I went outside and meditated with some Native American music today and uh, just kind of ended up I never really got there, you know, in the meditation as far as like um, having that great experience, which by the way, I haven't this like last month. It's been very, very um, heavy energy. Um, and so I really um, just tried to take time and then I found out that the time had gone past. So, you know, it's just weird. I'm just trying to flow with it right now. Like, um, our freezer melted down yesterday. Our, our roof is leaking. We've got like, I don't know, eight or 10 leaks in our roof all through the house. Our ceiling collapsed in the kitchen. We have a, a new build home and, and that shouldn't be happening. Right. Um, and then through all of this, some stuff with my wife's job and that people didn't do what they were supposed to. And she ended up having to take a bunch of supplies uh, she's a school teacher and um, so we had to, to get our cooler down off the freezer and in that process a tool or something fell down and got shoved in the freezer door and so we lost like $3,000 worth of food. Um, you know, it. I don't know if it was quite that much but probably at least 2000 So um, literally the whole curb is lined up with black trash bags of rotted food because yeah. Um, so welcome to the energy guys. It's been an absolute shit show, pardon my language, but, um, if you're having that in your life, then you're in good company. Welcome. So I had a very authentic heartfelt prayer on the way home from the gym yesterday. I had pulled up to the gym to go meditate, to work out, to do my thing. And my wife called me hysterical and I had to rush home and help her. And of course she was done by the time I got here. So I ended up mowing and, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's wild. It's wild. Molly says, Oh sh yeah, absolutely. Um, so with that said, um, yeah, weird energy lately. Um, but I keep pushing forward. Even the, the episode today, it goes against my better judgment to do it because, uh, it seems to get people really riled up when you talk about the savior in, in a way that they're not comfortable with. And so for me, I'm going to literally, um, just focus on doing the messages as they come to me in the time periods they come. If it's at 11 a.m., I'm going to do it. If it's at 3 p.m., I'm going to do it. If it's at 10 p.m. at night, I'll do it then. 
Uh, right now, I'm just being kind of surrendering to the energy. So, what is up, Maryland? Good morning from down under. Absolutely. Um, sorry, my accent is way too Texas to try to do an um, Australian accent or even a British one. So, uh, But welcome, Maryland. I hope you are doing well today. Uh, Molly said, check insurance. We got reimbursed uh, once for that situation. Yeah, that would be nice. Unfortunately, our deductible is so darn high. Um, yeah, it doesn't even really matter with that. So um, our roof, though, is covered by the warranty, thank God. So we're, we're good with that right now. But it's still, it's just, it's a headache. And like, it looks like they may have to put a new roof on, which is going to be several days of I can't stream. And I need to be streaming right now. I need to be growing the business. And I am just literally getting, um, pardon my language, but my ass handed to me right now. Um, every time I try to do something to move forward, I just get smacked in the face, knocked on my ass, and I've got to sit and wait it out. And so um, I got into a very fiery place yesterday. I'm just going to be really honest. Um, and I'm going to start using that energy because I believe that we're in a war right now. Uh, this is not a popular thing to say. It's actually more popular than I'd like to admit. There's a lot of like rah, rah, rah online, especially in the religious space. And that's just not me. But I'm going to start using this energy because uh, you back me into a corner, I'm going to bare my teeth. You know, here's the deal. I'm a wolf uh, on the inside. I may be a wolf cub uh, or a bear cub, but um, I'll turn into a big old daddy bear real quick. Uh, big old daddy, um, you know, wolf or whatever. Um, I don't know why the wolf imagery was in my head yesterday, but I, I've been listening to a lot of Native American music and I'm just like, you know, um, it's a freaking war spiritually guys. And there's so much oppression on the average everyday person right now. I don't care where you are in the world. Um, uh, it is very clear. All you have to do is turn on the news and tell that there is absolute stark, evil in the world right now. People trying to take over, trying to control. Um, our economic situation is absolutely... I, I can't even comment on it. I'm not an economist. I don't know anything about that other than I know when my wife works two jobs and I work, you know, 12, 14 hours a day. Um, we have as many followers as we do. Um, the economy has just crushed us starting in 2020 to now. Um, I know I'm doing my life's work and I know I'm going to win. I know we're going to end up on top. But if I'm struggling right now, the average person is absolutely getting crushed. Uh, I have faith. I have resources. I have support. I have um, a deep understanding of God and how he's always shown up and rescued me in every situation. Um, when we had to sell our house, he showed up with a buyer uh, through the grapevine in record timing. And I had to just let go and free fall in that. And that's what I'm learning to do right now. But I'm going to tell you um, how difficult this has been. Um, and and I'm, I'm getting pissed off. And I'm just going to use that energy. I'm going to use that energy because here's the deal. If I'm getting pissed off, uh, people in the world are absolutely livid. Uh, they don't know which way is up. I have friends right now that absolutely feel like they're going insane. There's an energy war going on right now. There's a war of the hearts, a war of the minds, a war of uh, your financial wellness going on. Um, and I'm not saying there's anyone specifically doing this. I don't like to be that conspiracy theory guy, but I do believe that we are in a spiritual 
time right now where spiritual energies are heating up, the pot is boiling, um, and you're going to, it's going to separate the oil from water right now. And so we're all going to um, kind of figure out where we're at spiritually with this going on. And I am. So um, with that, um, I'm adopting a bit more of a warrior spirit with all of this. Not in an angry way, uh, but in a righteous way, in a way of, um, I absolutely cannot stand that people are stuck in dark demonic timelines. I cannot stand that people are being pushed further into addictions. I cannot stand that I'm watching marriages fail. I'm watching people take their own life. I'm watching people not be able to afford groceries for their family. Um, it's, it's criminal. It's evil. It's not okay. And I'm pissed about it. So I'm just being really, really honest today. Um, and, and by the way, you know, I'm pretty sure that you probably vibe with that. So, um, that is, that's where I'm at. Okay. So, um, I'm all about freedom and I'm not talking about, uh, you know, red, white, and blue freedom. I'm talking about rainbow warrior tribe, tribe of the earth, one people freedom. Like we are one love. Um, it's just absolutely devastating what's going on right now. And then the people that want to watch the world burn like Justin here, uh, thinks he's being funny um, and he needs to go maybe work a job right now, maybe get a life. Uh, you're either here to learn or you're here to burn. So figure that out real quick um, because this is not going to be an easy time we're going into. Uh, but I'm going to try to stay centered in my heart. Sometimes that's all I can do. Hope says facts. Serena says, hey, from Texas. What's up from Texas? Texas is a great place. Um, absolutely. Our source is calling all strength love warriors. Yes, absolutely, Teresa. Fantastic, fantastic. That's why I call my course uh, Warrior Status. It's the Cub Cooker Supernatural Warrior um, Training. And it's literally the battle of the heart and mind. Like, you got to win that in you first. If you win that in you, then you can go out and conquer out there. Then you can go out and help other people. Then you can go rescue people. Then you can go save people. Um, not, you know, not this beat them over the head with a biblical text or something, but literally, uh, show them how to live, show them how to give, show them how to heal, show them how to feel. Uh, I'm going to put that on a t-shirt. So, um, anyway, so I'm here, I'm pissed, I'm done. Um, and I said yesterday multiple times, I'm done with the BS, the belief systems. And I'm watching people tear each other apart. I'm watching, um, the belief systems that people hold destroy them and i'm watching false belief systems within the institutions uh wreck people's lives they don't understand why miracles aren't happening in their life it's because they're not connected to source they're connected to an ancient deity that wants to siphon and funnel your energy so uh tanny says yes always an empress says absolutely serena says amen Thank you guys. I'm glad you're vibing with this. I'm glad you're vibing with this because again, this is, you know, I can't just sit here and do videos to try to tickle the algorithm because that's against uh, creators like me too. So, um, you know, that's why I ask for your support. That's why I have the community. That's why we have an off social platform. Um, and that's why that's very, very important. So thank you guys for the support. We've got a lot of our tribe members in here today. If you're interested in that, the link is in the description, the comments. It's on the screen on Facebook here. Um, you can click my profile picture. It's in my bio. Wherever you find that link on my official page, 
C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com, cubcooker.com. It's 19 bucks a month. We have a live call every weekend. We have a challenge going on right now. There's a seven-day meditation challenge right now designed specifically to center all of us so we can find that path again. Sometimes that middle path, we get off of it, we get confused, we get pushed by all these energies and all the stuff and the media going on. We got to center back. So we're doing the literal work in there with the community. It's stuff I cannot do online here. I cannot, it's not popular with the algorithms. Uh, I just waste my time by doing it. We get all the haters in the comments. The haters are not going to pay me to come troll on me. If they do, that's fine. I'll take their money and shut off their account. That's that's how it'll go. And, and you know, they get if they break the rules in the community, they're going to get kicked out, and then they've still paid me. So um, that's how that policy works, and it's clearly defined there. So um, I really don't have an issue with that. So um, unfortunately. Um, People just like to come in here and 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 wreck the vibe, um, and so I don't want to harp on that today. But I really want you guys to think about the concept of what is this savior, what is this Messiah, what is the second house that's being talked about in the Book of Enoch here. So I want to deeply get into this today. Um, so the second house was greater than the former, and the entire portal stood open before me. I think that's a key to the entire portal. Like it's it's open. It's open to anyone. It's not like closed. It's an entire portal that's open to him. Uh, and it was built of flames of fire. It's very purifying, by the way. When you find the true salvation, the true authentic uh, Christ energy within you, it's very purifying, and it does not. Uh, if you're sending fake stuff through it, it's going to burn up. It's going to be, uh, you know, decimated. It's not going to stand. Um, the floor was fire, and above it were lightnings in the path of stars, and its ceiling also was a flaming fire. And I looked and saw there within a lofty throne, and it appeared, and its appearance was crystal, uh, and the wheels thereof uh, as the shining of a sun, and there was a vision of cherubim. Uh, and from underneath the throne came streams of flaming fire so that I could not look thereon. And the great glory sat thereon and his raiment or his clothings uh, shone more brightly than the sun and was whiter than any snow. None of the angels could enter and go behold his face by reason of the magnificence and glory and no flesh could behold him. The flaming fire was around him and the great fire stood before him. And none around could draw nigh to him. 10,000 times 10,000 stood before him. That's a lot of people or a lot of entities. Yet he needed no counselor. Uh, the most holy ones who came nigh to him did not leave day or night and depart from him. until, uh, And until then, I had been prostrate on my face. So he's down on his face, hiding. He's trembling. He's terrified. The Lord called me with his own mouth and said to me, Come hither, Enoch, and hear my word. And one of the holy ones came to me and waked me. He made me rise up and approach the door, and I bowed my face downwards. So, then the next chapter is the last chapter in this, this book of Enoch. But I really want to talk about this, and I've got some data I want to share today. It's going to be in the description. I try to do good descriptions for you guys. So you have all the data um, to try to point you and just kind of remember what the episode's about. Uh, I consider it my show notes, so I try not to get too exhaustive with it, but there's a few bullet points today. 
Number one, the Book of Enoch is an ancient Jewish text attributed to the figure of Enoch. Now, it is pseudepigrapha, so it's not like really written by Enoch. It's just attributed to him. It contains several passages that are considered by some to contain messianic prophecies or allusions. These passages are primarily found in the Book of Parables, 37 through 31. We're going to be getting into that later. Also known as the similitudes of Enoch. It's important to note that the book of Enoch is not universally accepted as canonical in Jewish or Christian traditions and interpretations of messianic prophecies can vary. Here are a few examples of the potential messianic prophecies or related to the themes in the book of Enoch. So again, what I'm, um, am I an actor from the show Lost? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Uh, but you know, I feel lost sometimes. I think we all do. So um, so as we get into this and we look into kind of the terminology that we see through the whole uh, block of all the books of Enoch, uh, from the book of parables to the books of Enoch, like, you know, all the different pieces of it. Um, it's very, very important to kind of understand these terminologies and what they might esoterically mean. Now, yesterday I talked about the spaceship element of Enoch uh, as he's going into this room full of crystals, full of quantum information, or most likely quantum computing, um, literally able to send uh, data and matter even um, across the galaxies and the universe at will. Uh, but I also, again today, I'm digging to like an esoteric level where, you know, maybe this is just a vision and he's not actually there with these crystals or maybe he's psychically there or maybe he doesn't know. And so I really follow the, the school of thought that like, Enoch didn't know what he was seeing. And so obviously these are stories passed down about Enoch written, you know, into uh, these books and then preserved for centuries um, and really eons. Um, so with that said, like, we don't know. We don't know. Is this like a literal ship he's going up in? Who are these watcher angels? Is this really all a mythology telling about the human condition? Um, again, I have no idea. I have no idea and I can't speak to the this is this and that is that about it. But for me, I like to look at the book of Enoch and try to understand how it fits in the biblical canon, which if, if you read the book of Genesis, you realize that that's all really recycled from the Enuma Elish and the Sumerian Babylonian mythologies. Um, you know, even Epic of Gilgamesh ties into all that. And so you have to really take that with like a grain of salt and try to understand how that fits in mythologically to our understanding of the gods and then kind of a one monotheistic type thing. And I'm not really a monotheist, I'm a universal theist. So I believe God is in spirit, God is in truth, he is in the quantum, he's in the particle, the wave, and the vibration that holds that together. Um, I believe that we are manifestations of God, we are literally sons and daughters of God, ye are gods, as Jesus said. Um, and then there's other entities that we've worshipped as gods that understand how to wield the spiritual technology of the god, the quantum god, um, and they have free will and they can abuse it or manipulate it. But I do believe God is pure love. I believe that source in us. Um, anyone can manipulate love. Just go look at relationships, right? Like go look at friends and family. Go look at your own relationship. Um, and so anyone can manipulate that love, light, energy. Um, and twist it and do dark things with it, unfortunately. But it is a neutral creative force. 
that is intelligent, that does love us, that does want to interact with us, does want to be realized by us, and by the way, wants to be manifest by us. That's why in the Old Testament, um, this God spirit says to Moses that I will be what they need me to be. And then after that, you see that there's a flame that leads them through the desert, uh, through 40 years of unalivement and, and insane wandering in the desert. And then uh, it unalives the prophet um, on the mountain before they're able to enter the promised land. Um, and how is that what they needed it to be? And this is nothing against any culture. We're going to take this as a mythological story. But understand that from the very beginning, from the day they left Egypt within the story, they were complaining. You know, when are we going to get out of the desert? When are we going to, uh, when are we going to find the promised land? When are we going to this? When are we going to that? And then they ended up with this God that basically just kept them running in circles. Yes, it provided for them, but they never really like until 40 years later got to enter the promised land. And they, they argued, they argued with Moses over and over and over. And, you know, he even went back to the God spirit or the deity that had been manifest at that point. Uh, I don't even think they knew that it was manifest. I think that he was speaking with the spirit, the fire in the bush, and it became quantumly created um, and then existed on this earth at that point or was re-manifest from these ancient deities that had been uh, walking the earth, uh, the Anunnaki that they saw. So again, I can't prove any of that. I don't know how it all fits together, but I got to have an open mind. An open mind is a beautiful thing because you, you can allow all kinds of interesting ideas into it and then process it outside of your actual head with your authentic true self or your higher self, which is directly sitting next to the God consciousness, the Christ consciousness. It's literally sitting at the right hand of God. And that's what Jesus taught. He taught quantum magic, quantum consciousness, quantum manifestation, quantum healing, um, all of these things that we're kind of starting to understand today and at least see them in our own physics, though we don't have a clue how to, how to wield them. I mean, you can go look at all these documents of like the psychic warfare and stuff of like the 1940s and 50s that was going on within uh, different government conspiracies and stuff like that. But so it's like we kind of know that there's something to it, but I don't think we understand fully how to do anything with it. And that's why there's a difference between ascension and evolution. Um, evolution, you get a whole lot more shiny technology. You can live in more harmony with people, but there's also such a construct. You have such hierarchies set up. Um, ascension is simple living, low technology, low uh, down with the earth, connected with the earth, living within these frequencies and manifesting, knowing that, you know, you, when you stop and you pray and you feel, I love that ancient Navajo prayer where, um, you know, the, the, uh, shaman is praying and someone's watching and it's, uh, the prayer's over in just a few seconds. And they go, I thought you were going to say this magical prayer. And the shaman's like, Oh, I did. Um, I felt the rain. I walked through the cornfield. I, knew that the rain was on the way and I gave thanks to the great spirit for the rain. That's quantum manifestation. That's wielding the God source as a manifester of it and a, and a true worshiper in spirit and in truth as you go there in spirit and you feel it and you know it and you manifest it. That's, that's what I'm talking about. That's the secret to all of this, by the way. It's a secret I've been learning. It's a secret God's been teaching me. Um, I, every time I'm met with opposition, I'm learning how to center myself, find that central place, find that middle path, 
go there in spirit, feel that reality, give thanks for that reality, and allow it, get out of my own way, and allow it to come into my vibration. Uh, now, there's all kinds of other energies going on. A lot of people are manifesting energies right now. Honeybee says, yes, absolutely, my friend. Uh, welcome, Honeybee. Um, you know, there's a lot of people manifesting energies right now. And so, especially when you've got things like solar flares, you have the zodiac charts are, you know, way wild right now. Um, we've got a sister in our community that understands that a lot more than me. Um, and in fact, a lot of people in our community that understand that a lot more than me. Honeybee, you understand that a lot more than me. Um, but it, it's wild um, how, you know, your friends and family around you can manifest stuff back at you. And you you can transmute and transform that energy into positive, neutral manifestation energy again. Again, you know, sending that back out into the universe as that salvation energy. What is salvation? What is the definition of salvation? Is it that you suck and something had to die in your place? No. The definition of that is that you're inherently good. You are loved. You are enough. You are forgiven. You are a literal child of God. And all you have to do is be reminded. And you can go out and be the savior that you need by reminding people of that as well. That's why the second coming of Christ is within us. It is within the self. It is not observed with physical signs it is within literally jesus talked about a quantum experience of god he said that the kingdom of god is in and through all things go look it up in your bible you can read it in the gospel of thomas too if you want to go outside um, of the bible what's up lazy mama how are you doing um yes the energies are wild right now but good for manifesting yeah and i think the secret to that honeybee is like I said, that Navajo prayer. Go there, experience it, be there in spirit and in truth, give thanks for it, smell the rain on the corn, like, you know, whatever that thing is, and then get out of the way. Get out of the way and relax. Uh, Quantum Crisis Gospel of Mary says it too. Yes, yes, absolutely. So, uh, Richie, welcome. Mike, thanks for being here. Uh, Lazy Mama says, hello, thank you for joining. Uh, God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. Amen, Mikey. Uh, Lazy Mama says, okay, um, let's see, uh, why does it say, okay, so LM, LMAO, then why does it say he will be coming in the clouds? So he, you got to think about that. He's, there's an esoteric timeline in the Bible and there's a literal timeline. There's also other people opinions about what Jesus said. I don't want to catch my chair on fire here. Uh, we got the vibe candle going here. So there's there's multiple timelines and there's even multiple Jesuses talked about in the Bible. And uh, another friend of mine did a video on that today. Um, and I don't want to get into that, but um, you really, really have to understand that like when uh, I think he says you'll see the Son of Man coming on the clouds. Um, you know, think about the word clouds there and actually go look it up. And I've done this before. Uh, because literally, and then you have the book of Revelation is all esoteric. It's all about your chakras. It's all about your awakening process. It is not a literal book. Okay. When you read it literally, that's when cults are made. That's when people are standing in the streets. They're not going to work. They're not helping each other. They're not building communities. They're waiting on Jesus to come. And by the way, that's been going on my whole freaking life and nothing's happened. Um, I've wasted a lot of time waiting on Jesus to show up in the clouds 
when he was knocking here going, hey, I want to show you the Christ energy. I want to show you how to be salvation to the world. I want to show you what that looks like. Um, and that's what uh, that's what's beautiful. So there is literally an alien prophecy and there's an esoteric prophecy. I follow the esoteric prophecy. Now, I do believe that there's alien species and entities that are working for the light and they're going to come and usher and we might see some things like that. But I'm not going to go get in a spaceship because Jesus says so. Uh, I'm going to meet him here and I'm going to continue to do the work on Earth until he takes me away. So, um Let's see. So, da, 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 da. clouds are thoughts. Exactly. Beast, childlike, and daydream during the meditation with your head in the clouds. Perfect, honeybee. Absolutely. So, just so everybody knows, what we practice here is not literal. This is all esoteric. It's all within the self. I promote, teach, and um, build all of my community on the inner work. It's called inner work. So, it's the, the work on the self. Um, it's based on ancient yogic practices, uh, metaphysics, um, native spirituality, like um, all of the natural stuff. That's what I teach. Um, so with that said, you know, I'm not somebody, our community, we're not out in the streets looking up, waiting on an alien to come and rescue us. That's how cults are being built. Uh, this is literally a community of people who love each other. We serve our communities. Uh, we're out there in the world, but not of the world. And we just support each other every day in the community. And again, it's off social. It's not out here where you get all the haters going on and all the negative energy. There's just like no negative negative energy in our group. Uh, and that's part of why it's behind a paywall. It helps me do this full time. I show up here twice a day. I create all the short videos. I do the meditations in the community. We do the calls on Saturday. Um, all of this stuff, you know. Um, and so w there's plenty going on here. There's plenty free for the community here, but then there's, there's plenty going on in the paid community behind the paywall. So we don't get stupid comments, uh, like you see here. So, um, because you know, that's, that's coming out of ignorance and you can tell ignorance, uh, ignorance doesn't mean that they're stupid and it means that they're in a state of ignoring the data. Uh, they haven't observed it in their life. And just like the double slit experiment within physics, um, something observed changes. So if you observe it in your life, you observe the data, it's going to change things in your life. If you ignore the data, you ignore the fact that you have crappy relationships, you manifested crappy relationships. You have money problems, you manifested money problems. By the way, that goes for me too. These are things I've been fighting recently. The energy right now is a great opportunity to really test these things because it's like boom, boom, boom. You get like test after test after test after test. And so you get an opportunity to actually interact with the God source in an intimate way and actually test all of these things out. Right now is probably the best time to do it because you're going to be tested over and over and over right now. And it's going to let up and a lot of manifestations are going to come in, I believe, about mid-June. Um, so we'll see if I'm right on that. But again, I'd rather be real than right. So, uh, let's see. Da, da, da. Great question, Handy. What ways can I test? So some of the things that you can do is, um, if you're looking for more abundance, like try to keep it, I try to keep things, um, 
where the universe or God can give me what its will is, whatever my highest good, rather than me going, I want a red sports car, like, and trying to manifest that red sports car. I try to go like, I want a vehicle that dot, dot, dot. Like, you know, that here's the needs I have. Father, mother, fill those needs. Show me the highest good. And then watch all the weird serendipities happen until you get that thing. And that's how, uh, and be very grateful for it. Imagine yourself driving that, like whatever that is. Um, and for a lot of us, it's not a car, it's a relationship. Imagine that marriage where uh, you walk in and you get hugged by your significant other and uh, you get a kiss and you have um, a great meal together and you share intimate things and you're best friends and you're completely in love and be grateful for that. And then take action on that by when your significant other walks in, say, hey, you look beautiful. Hey, you look handsome. Like, how are you? Hey, let's take a date night tonight. You don't even call it a date. Sometimes that puts like so much pressure on it. It's like, just be best friends. 20 years. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've been married for 10 years now. So, um, so it's, you know, it's not easy. Like guys, we've, we've gotten so many tests in our marriage. Like, um, we've both been through hell and back. Like most people don't know. Everybody looks at me, especially in my hometown, and they think, you know, oh, it's Cub, he's goofy, or he's a jerk, or he's business guy, or he's whatever. You know, everybody has their judgment about me, uh, but nobody knows the real me. Uh, nobody knows the real me. In fact, the people that still judge me, um, you know, that's why a prophet is not recognized in his hometown. A physician can't heal in his home. 37 years, Molly. Absolutely. Congratulations. Congratulations. That's awesome. Um, so you guys like just, you know, test this stuff. That's why the Bible says test every spirit, like test it. Um, you know, like go there. Um, you're not like, you know, all right, God, you have to show me this. It's just like, here, I'm going to feel it. I'm going to feel the rain. Like, you know, for some of us, like me, I want to live in a new city. I want to live in um, a place that has mountains in the background. I want to live in a place that has a uh, beautiful high desert. I want to live in a place that's full of love and light and different cultures and great world-class food, uh, lots of cool entertainment, tons of hiking, biking, trails, um, stuff like that. A place that's clean and loving and friendly and has a great electric energy. I know exactly where that is. Um, and so I've been, you know, even out front this morning, I'm like walking around in this place and just being thankful and feeling it. And I want to be there more than vacationing. I want to be there. I want to live there. And I'm like trying to put myself in the daily, like, here's how I would exist there. That's how you test. That's how you call manifestations to you. Okay. It's not just, I'm going to journal it every day. It's like you're, you're in it. And so what does this have to do with the savior? What does this have to do with that? Because once you test it, once you realize it, once you watch it work, you can go out and rescue other people. You got other people that they think there's no money in the world. They think there's no opportunity. They think that every relationship sucks because theirs does. They think that uh, God is for religion. They think that if you're going to find God, you have to have religion and they've been hurt by religion and they don't have time for that. They think that the stuff that you do, crystals and incense and sage and all that stuff is woo-woo or it's witchcraft. Um, and, you know, maybe it is witchcraft. And by the way, maybe there's nothing wrong with witchcraft. we got some witches in our community. Uh, and I mean that in a very positive term. People demonize that all the time. Like I'm talking about witches that uh, practice things like burning sage, things like praying prayers over people to bless them, things like casting and drawing spells 
to create abundance in life. By the way, I'm doing that every time I live stream. If you guys think that I don't cast spells here, I cast spells every time I live stream. I'm honest and authentic about how I feel. I create through my words where I want to go. And I've been building a boatload shit ton of spiritual energy, by the way, over the past year. And I'm gonna tell you right now, when my manifestations come in, you guys are gonna be like, holy crap. How did Cub just win the lottery? You know, like what, and, and people in my life and in my hometown, they're gonna be like, well, that must be nice to have all that success overnight. People don't realize how much blood, sweat, and tears I've put into uh, this community. Every, everyone in the community, if you're in, in the, the tribe, you know exactly what I put into this. And I posted a very, very simple picture. Yes, affirm, honeybee, absolutely. Uh, witches that made natural meditations. Yeah, natural meditations are awesome, awesome. So, um, and I just want to invite you guys to do this with us, okay? If you like what I'm doing here, be here for the live streams. Show up for them, interact with them. But please, don't wait another day. Join the community. I literally have it priced where it's a steal, um, what I'm giving in there, people, I literally have watched creators in the last few days charge upwards of $50, $100 a month for what we're doing. And then I've watched what we're charging, 19 bucks a month. They're giving them like a, a monthly call. Guys, I'm doing something in there every day. We respond to people. We pray with people. We do meditations in there. We have our live calls on the weekend. We have a challenge going on right now. Listed out every single day what we're doing as a group together. And we continue to talk about that. Nobody's doing that, guys. I promise you, if you join the community, I'll show up for you more than anybody ever has for any community you've been a part of. And if you've never joined a community like this, I promise you that I'm going to be in there to love on you, to bless you, to connect you with community, to lead these weekly challenges, to lead the calls on the weekend, and make sure that we are a tight community of support, love, and openness. We're a multicultural, multi-race, multi-sexual orientation community. We got people from all walks of life. We just want you to find your authentic spiritual gifts and go out and start using them. Use that salvation energy, that savior, that messianic energy in you to go out and bless the world. To finish today, um, and thank you guys that joined. I know several of you uh, joined yesterday. We're probably going to have people today. Wednesdays and Thursdays are a great day to join. Um, so thank you guys for that. I will welcome you personally in there today if you join. So thank you. Uh, the link's in my bio, my description, all of that. Number one, the elect one. Then number two, the son of man. Number three, the righteous one. Number four, the seed of the woman. These are the, the four kind of like representations that Book of Enoch talks about. The Savior or these messianic prophecies uh, happening within the Book of Enoch. So the elect one, the term the elect one, there's the truth train for confirmation, is used in the Book of Enoch to refer to a figure who is chosen and anointed by God to bring salvation and judgment. Now, I want everyone to deconstruct from the idea of judgment as, you know, we're shooting fish in a barrel because people aren't in line. That's like these old representations of gods. You know, they, they slaughtered a lot of, lot of people, a lot of innocent people. Uh, but the salvation version of that, again, on the esoteric level is 
it's judgment as you can judge yourself too. Like you can, that is not a healthy feeling I have right now. That is not a good timeline. That is not a good thought pattern. That is not in the highest good. That is not aligned with love. I am going to, what am I going to do? I'm going to crucify that thought. I'm going to transcend that thought. Um, it's the, again, the battle for your heart and mind, the battle for all of your chakras, by the way. And if you think chakras are woo woo, you just start actually opening them up. You start reading the book of revelation and realize that your chakras literally are the seven seals of revelation. There are messengers to them, which are the angels, the houses or the churches are the inner rooms of those chakras guys it's all there and if you're not reading it and practicing it that way you're going to be sitting waiting for a long time you you can start ushering in the second coming within yourself right now um and that's what i teach here guys so the elect one um the figure is described as righteous powerful and glorious individual who will establish an everlasting kingdom some interpret this elect one as a messianic figure foreshadowing the coming of the messiah in the hebrew bible and the christian tradition is this a literal person at some point sure maybe yes no i don't know um how do i interpret it i interpret it again as what's the elect one within me i know there's an elect one within me and i know there's an elect one within you the problem is is your ego the god of this world has been throwing judgment and shade and accusations and crushing that very elect one within you since probably about the age of seven when you started getting programmed by everything in the world and then your ego took over out of survival and said okay i'm going to do this to protect myself and then your ego became the god of this world um, it made some really poor decisions throughout your timelines and it also allowed other people to make really poor decisions for you as well. Um, and so that's how I view the elect one. The son of man, by the way, is everyone. It's, it's all of us. The term son of man appears in the book of Enoch, often associated with a figure of great authority and glory who will come to judge and rule over the earth. The concept of son of man is found in the Hebrew Bible, particularly in the book of Daniel, and is later embraced as the messianic title in the New Testament. Now, I want to be really clear on when Jesus said the son of man, go look it up in the Greek. Literally, the literal term is humanity. So you can replace the term son of man with humanity this, humanity that. Me and you, okay? Like it's an organic, this is just us. This is humanity. Now, remember, back then, they're, they're talking about the son of man. It's going to be the perfect individual born. They were obsessed with bloodlines, genetics, even though they didn't know a lot about genetics. But the gods were obsessed with genetics. We still have people fighting about that today. We still have people that uh, won't talk to other tribes um, because of that today. And guys, I don't care. I think that we're all rainbow within, and that's how I view it. So, um, so that's the son of man. It's you and me. It's humanity. It's, uh, it's the collective. Um, so as that son of man is revealed in you... It's that a realization that, hey, I am a part of a collective. Molly and I are the same. Um, Honeybee and I are the same. Lazy Mama and I are the same. We got, we got all of these great things going on and we don't realize that we are one love, right? One heart. That's the son of man. The righteous one. The book of Enoch portrays the coming of a righteous and just figure who will begin who will bring about the judgment of the wicked and the deliverance of righteousness so 
The figure is associated with the restoration of justice and the establishment uh, of an ideal kingdom. Some interpret this portrayal as a messianic prophecy pointing to the arrival of the Messiah. So again, the righteous one. You have a righteous one within you. It's the one that always points you to the middle path. It's the one that actually is righteous and actually comes into agreement and says, I am perfect, I am loved, I am beautiful. Thank you, Father, Mother, Spirit. I am your child. That's the righteous one within you, okay? You have the elect one, which I talked about, which is I am. That's the I am in you. Then you have the Son of Man, which is the collective. Then you have the righteous one that says, I come into agreement that I am the child of the Most High God. Uh, that's the righteous one. Then there's the seed of the woman in the book of the parables. Uh, this is a prophecy about the seed of the woman who will be born and become the cornerstone of a new creation. The seed is associated with righteousness, glory, and salvation. Some interpret this as a messianic prophecy drawing parallels to the promise of the coming deliverer in the book of Genesis. Now, the seed of the woman to me is, is again all of us, but it's literally pointing to the fact that we have the manifesting ability to grow the seed of righteousness on this earth. <coughs> to grow the very kingdom of God. Uh, Jesus said the kingdom of God is like a great fruit tree. When it is grown up, the birds of the air nest in it and make their homes. Uh, that's from the Gospel of Thomas. And so it literally uh, is a reminder that we are the seed. Like we're the seed of the kingdom, okay? And you had a lot of different cultures from Hebrew to Canaanite to you had... Um, literally the Sumerian cultures, you have cultures all over the world. They were looking for their literal chosen bloodline savior to come from them, to come from the perfect manifestation of the breeding grounds of humanity. They were obsessed with this from the beginning, and by the way, so were the gods. And then you have someone like Jesus, and he comes and he says, no, 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 no. That thing you were worshiping, that's Satan, by the way. That, that thing that you, you've been you know, making sacrifices to, that's the devil. He literally said that. He told them exactly what was up. And then they're like, well, what about this? And he's like, oh, yeah, that in Isaiah? Yeah, I fulfilled that. Oh, that over here? Yeah, I fulfilled that. Oh, yeah, humanity fulfilled that. Oh, yeah, ye are gods. And the scriptures can't be broken, remember? So I'm not being blasphemous here because I'm telling you what your scriptures say. And I'm telling you what the truth is. That's the Jesus I know. That's the Jesus I understand. That is the rebel Messiah, by the way, within all of us. And I'm not here to lead any kind of uprising. I'm not, I'm not that guy. I'm here, yeah, I've gotten pissed off. Yeah, I'm tired of the BS. Yes, I'm tired of the oppression. I'm tired of watching people suffer. And I know we have the answers. I believe the second coming of Christ is within the hearts and minds of humanity, the son of man, the sons and daughters of man. And I believe that we can all ascend. And I don't care who you are, where you're from. You do not have to change. You just have to come into agreement, have gnosis of it, which means inner intimate knowledge. Uh, Misty says, Cub is here to give the truth. Thank you, my friend. God bless you. Um, that's what I do. And I'm going to keep showing up every day to do this, guys. So thank you for allowing me to do that. You guys that are in our inner community, in the tribe, you know what I'm talking about. Thank you. I push that because I'm telling you guys these platforms have literally turned their back on creators like me. Um, I'm not saying that in, a, in an accusatorial way. I'm just telling you the truth of it. I can show you what they've done. 
I'm not here to expose anything. I can just tell you that I went from making a, you know, basic livable wage doing this full time, working 14 hours a day to literally going, crap, how am I going to pay a car payment? Um, overnight, they cut, you know, over $2,000 of my income just gone because they changed their monetization programs. It's going to be better for the crea creator, but really all I did was shoot everyone in the foot. And I know other creators that are literally, we're making a little money and they're making no money now. They're making like a couple of bucks a month, you know, and I make a little bit from every platform, but it, it, there's nothing, there's no one platform now that's like really supporting my message. So I push the community. I push the tribe because I need your support. It's a patron tribe. And I'm going to show up for you like no other patron tribe has. I promise you, when you get in there, you're going to love it. You're going to be loved. You're going to be accepted. You're going to get the guidance you need. Okay, now we're not there for therapy, but we're there for support. Okay. And we're going to meditate together. We're going to do the calls on the weekend, the challenges during the week. If you upgrade to warrior status, if you're like me and you're pissed off and you're tired of the BS and you're tired of fighting with yourself and you want to start winning the war within, when you're at checkout, all you have to do is click the little box that says upgrade to warrior status and you're going to get access to over 300 plus videos now. We're going to be at a, a year of content soon in the course, all designed to help break you free mentally spiritually help you align your chakras help you deconstruct from any negative habits thoughts patterns religious beliefs anything like that that you need to i've got a whole section in there that goes through and details the spiritual giftings we've literally had people in there that didn't know what their spiritual gift is now they're literally practicing it in the public they're helping other people they're building their own spiritual practices and some people have discovered that and they're using it within to heal the, their own timelines help people within their life, within their friends and family. It's beautiful, guys. Nobody's doing anything like this. This is my own little mystery school type thing. So upgrade to warrior status if you want to just like go all in on it. By the way, still cheaper than one of these top tier streaming networks. I'm telling you guys, you, you cannot, you can't go wrong. So thank you guys. I appreciate your help. I appreciate your support. Let's do it, guys. Let's do the work together. Honeybee says, yes, holla. He is legit. Thank you, Honeybee. God bless you, my friend. Marilyn says, wow, can't wait. Awesome, Marilyn. Thank you very much. Uh, looking forward to meeting you more. Um, and then you guys, I saw a couple other comments of people that were planning on joining. Uh, so I look forward to meeting you guys as well. Please jump over to the website. Don't click off this video until you jump to the website. Because you'll forget and the world will distract you and you'll get in the car and I've got to go get groceries. Gotta, I've got to pick up the kids here. Gotta, just stop right now. Sign up. You'll start getting the emails. You'll get a reminder for the call on Saturday and it'll ensure that you're connected to what you need to be. The, the energy that you love right here that you don't get disconnected from it. So I work really hard to keep people engaged in there. So um, anyway, I love you guys. Y'all have a beautiful afternoon. Thank you for the support. Just a quick disclaimer on this. It is important to note that the interpretation of all these passages I talked about as messianic prophecies are not universally agreed upon. The Book of Enoch has a complex history. It's the inclusion and interpretation within different religious traditions can vary. Uh, can vary. Therefore, the understanding of messianic prophecies in the Book of Enoch should be approached with awareness of the diversity of interpretations and theological perspectives. That's one thing I value here. Balance, fairness, love, openness, 
Okay, you've got some groups of people that hold this as high holy scripture and literal messianic prophecies, and they're still waiting on their Messiah. You got some people like me that think this is one of the most important books we can read because it's an esoteric document. You got some people that think it's a key that connects the literal timelines of the Bible. So I'm open to all of them, guys. But for me, I practice everything in the inner temple. That's what I teach. That's what I preach. That's what I practice. So I love you guys. Y'all have a beautiful, gorgeous, wonderful, abundant day. Okay. I love you guys. Uh, Jacqueline says working. Uh, so I will replay during my lunch. Awesome, Jacqueline. Thank you very much. Thank you, Marie. Uh, thank you, Reagan. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you, Marilyn. Look forward to meeting you, Marilyn. Thank you, Jenny. Uh, Matt, Anthony, Michael, um, Alexandra, Sad Daddy, Owl the Wise, Beans. Welcome. Thank you for being here. Um, let's see. Misty said, thank you, Misty. Misty says, by far you are the cheapest for a mystery school because everybody else charges anywhere from 2,500. Holy crap. Guys. Yeah. I'm not going to charge you that. I, I can't tell you how much value is in there. Like I'm not even kidding. It's, it'll blow your mind when you get in there and, and to see how much I'm adding all the time. My community knows I'm always like taking a Saturday off or something to go work on the course or we're doing like we did like a three hour call one saturday just because the spirit was moving us into it and you don't always have to be there even if you can be there for 15 or 20 minutes it's just keeping you engaged keeping you aligned namaste molly thank you so thank you misty i really appreciate that um and yeah that that's that's truth sauce right there like that's real guys uh, a lot of people are showing up with these huge high ticket offers I don't believe in doing that right now. I might do some workshops and stuff later on for our existing community and do one-time things with that. But I really, really believe in the low ticket. Get as many people in, help as many people as possible um, with our support group, with our with our membership, so our, our patron tribe. It's important to me, guys. I love you, and I don't want I don't want uh, there to be like any financial barrier to you being in there. So I really, really appreciate it. Um, if you have any questions about it, please message me. I'll see you guys this afternoon. Adam, love you, brother. Thank you for being here. Have a wonderful day. Um, let's see. Kay, thank you. Steven, thank you. Steven says, stay high, stay vibing. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. You too, man. And by the way, this is all natural, guys. All natural, okay? Uh, this is just me and a cup of coffee. So, you know, keep the vibe high. You don't have to use anything weird to get get a high vibe. Everybody tells you, oh, you got to use this plant medicine or that. No, I, I, this is all natural, baby. All natural. So you can get there. You can get there with your mind, with your meditations, with your breath work. You just have to be. Just be. So I love you guys. Y'all have a gorgeous, wonderful day. I know I keep saying that, but I really I want to cast that over you right now. Be beautiful, be loved, be accepted. God bless you. Peace.